Well, welcome again to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. And uh, next Saturday, something very special is happening in Jersey City. It's the first, hopefully annual, West Hudson Folk Festival. Uh, or Hudson West. I keep getting them mixed up. Hudson West Folk Festival is the official uh, title. And uh, it is an, a day-long event. And uh, I'll tell you about all, some of the other performers. But right now, I have two of the performers that are going to be headlining the, uh, the event Saturday night. Uh, Lily and Abigail Chapin, the Chapin sisters. So so good to have you in the studio. How are you? So nice to be here. We're doing pretty well. How about you? I'm I'm okay today, especially now that you're both here. <laughs> um, I, I've loved your music. We we had you at the Hurdy Gurdy Folk Music Club about two years ago. That's right, yeah. um, your father has always been a guest on this program, and I'm just uh, thrilled uh, to, to be listening to your music and watching as the two of you grow and expand as musicians. Um, you've got some great songs, and I want to talk about a few of them, but I wonder if you would mind starting us off with a song today. Sure. Um, you know, this is a song that uh, Abigail brought this song to the table. Um, she wrote it after uh, we had been involved with a bunch of protests. Um, we have sort of fallen into this accidentally um, being part of uh, the political movement of the times just because how can you not really get involved? Um, so we were uh, asked to help out with the climate march here in New York City a couple of years ago. And um, one of the things that we were doing was helping put together a booklet of songs that people could sing in the streets and um, kind of gleaning from different communities what types of songs would be useful and chants. And um, it seemed that it would be a good idea to write one of our own. And Abigail brought this one in and we worked on it a bit together. and. We've been singing it ever since, and actually some local choirs have picked it up, and some people have taken it to protests around the country. So we're feeling like uh, it's got legs beyond what we thought. And it's on uh, not only our newest album, which is already like almost you know a year and a half old, but um, our father's record, which came out this and maybe in July, I guess it came out. He put it on his album too. So. Mm -hmm. Chapins are spreading the word. <laughs> uh, it's called We Will Not Stop. Two, three, four. We will not stop shouting 
till the world can sing along. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wow. I've got goosebumps, and it's not because of the air conditioning. <laughs> so that is, that is such a powerful song. I, I first played it, uh, I guess, two years ago about when your album came out. And, of course, on, as you mentioned, on your father's CD, uh, Threads, it's also there. Uh, an important song, I think, uh, that I, I guess came along at the right time, something we, we really needed. Um, those of you just tuning in, Lily and Abigail Chapin are here, the Chapin sisters, the daughters of Tom Chapin, who's been a guest on the show a number of times. Um, you know, your, your, your dad gave me your first CD when it, when it first came out uh, several years ago when you were with your, with your sister, Jessica Craven. Uh, I, and I, I've, I've always enjoyed your music, but it's always been something unique. Um, it's not like your father's music. It's not folk music. It's, it's, it, it, I think, has a sensibility from your days in Los Angeles, I guess, and a lot of different influences. But now, you know, I see you're, you're heading into, I don't know if it's the right word to use, heading into more folky tradition, but... You know, you, you seem to become a little bit more close to the singer-songwriter movement. Is there, is there an intentional path here, or am I just reading into things? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think that you're right. We've definitely been a little bit all over the map. We um, uh, lived in Los Angeles for a few years, and in that time we were tr- sort of, you know, we grew up in the folk scene, obviously, with um, our family and um you know, one loves a, a sing-along more than Tom Chapin, and we were trying really hard not to, um, you know, and t- it was intentional to to steer away from that, even though we were coming from very much from the folk sure. tradition, and we were writing songs, and and our instrumentation has always been pretty stripped down, and, and it's very vocal-based, and, and the story of the songs is important to us. But we have so many musical influences uh, that vary from folk music, um, including folk music, but also everything under the sun. So we've sort of flirted with a lot of those different traditions, uh, rock and roll, country, R&B, lots of blues, all all different things. Um, And honestly, to us, like folk music is all of those things because it is, you know, music of the people. It's what is, what means, what what touches you. And so we've sort of um, been traipsing around the, all the, the world in our musical tastes and um but now uh maybe more than ever just because maybe because we're growing up a bit or because the world is forcing us to forcing our hand like the um the political situation um and every you know the day's news every day as you said between the you know, nuclear tests and the hurricane and the fires in Los Angeles and you name it, floods in India. There's just, you know, you can't sort of ignore that sure. um, that there's a lot going on and our the tool that we have in our tool belt is music. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, that's where that song came out of. It's not like, uh, it's cynical to think that music can't change the world. So we try to do whatever small part we can. Well, you're doing a great job of that. And, and, and music, I mean, you, you're talking about diversity and you know, the way your music has grown. I mean, your family, obviously, your, your uncle 
Harry, your father, Tom. Uh, your grandfather, Jim Chapin, was an a, a incredible jazz drummer whose uh, influences are still being felt by, by, by drummers everywhere. Uh, so I think it is important to have all these different facets of your music together. Um, you also did an album of the Everly Brothers at one point, too, Everly Brothers mm-hmm. songs. I guess that, that whole family harmony, which you can't replicate elsewhere, uh, <laughs> I guess that influenced that as well. Well, uh, yes, Actually, the the Everly Brothers project was influenced by family in a in a more direct way in some senses because um, when we started out, we were a trio with our mm-hmm. sister Jessica, and um, we went through kind of an identity crisis, and it was a, a heartbreak really when she took a, a a step back from performing with us and said she wasn't really going to continue on in the same capacity as part of our our trio she had a new baby and she just wanted to just take a step back and have a a different kind of life that didn't involve getting in a van or a car (laughs) and traipsing around the country playing shows and you know as she she should you know her daughter is one of the most incredible people on the planet and she deserved all of that right and now we each have a daughter so we understand more understandable to us now than it was then we were like you know young things and didn't understand why you wouldn't want to hang out in the back of a smoky bar with some 20 something people with shaggy hair talking about music that seemed great and sleeping on someone's couch but now i get it but you know um so we went from uh, falling into this kind of, I, le- I almost call it like a party trick, which was three-part harmony. You know, we could just, it, you almost became anonymous. You just mm-hmm. fell into your part, whether it was high, middle, or low. Usually I was low, Abigail was high, Jessica was in the middle. Sometimes we switched it up, but, and you were suddenly a Greek chorus. You weren't an individual anymore, and it was just the best feeling in the world and so comfort- comforting and fun and and then here, Abigail and I were out on the road because um, we had a bunch of shows lined up that year, and there were just two of us. And we kept thinking, where's the third voice? Where's the third <laughs> voice? How do we make the sound that we want to make without it? And it really was an epiphany. We were just hanging out one day uh, at at this house cabin in the woods um, with a couple other people, and there was a turntable, and there were only a few records there, and one of them was an Everly Brothers record. And it was playing in the background while we were kind of like putting things on the table for dinner and we were singing along and one of us just like said to the other one, you never miss the, a third voice ever when you listen to the Everly Brothers. They just have it figured out, whatever that it is. There's never, they've discovered the magic and there are other people who've discovered that magic too. Um, there's certain singers who can just make a two-part harmony song feel so full and lush and but the Everly Brothers are a perfect place to start with that craft. So we just decided to take a little master class in that. <laughs> and that's what we did. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now you've kind of turned it into your own. And, and you've been recognized, too. I mean, you, you were doing some, 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 some touring before, the, before the, the, the babies came along. Um, you were touring with, um, what was the duo? Uh, he, he and she? She, she and, she and he. She, she and him. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, that was actually our first gigs as a duo were opening. Uh, we were the background singers for Zoe Deschanel, who's the singer, and she and him. And, um, and we were opening all those shows, and they were they were big shows they were like we were playing you know the hollywood bowl and places like that and suddenly we were um a duo and we were as lily said that was our our safety blanket was the three of us and suddenly we felt like we were you know like not wearing 
pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know what we're doing or we're missing. Our, our parts weren't right and all this stuff. So it was kind of trial by fire. And, and that was, it was really great. And the audiences were great. And we had some amazing shows. And, um, and it was also fun because Zoe loves to sing harmony. So she joined us on stage. So we had a, we had a third sister there for a little uh. while um, for a few songs a night. Um, and of course, Matt Ward, the other half of she and him, um, would join us on guitar sometimes, and, and the whole band was just so much fun to uh, play with. It, so. It's got to be something special about being on stage and and, and playing personal songs, but yet you know singing. It's almost therapeutic, I guess, singing to to, to, to larger audiences like that. Uh, scary, but I guess in in a sense, it's something that. Uh, oh yeah, when it works, it's yeah the best yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't work, when you like are struggling that is another feeling (laughs) but that uh, luckily for us that was you know very very rarely did that feel that way but it is scary yeah well you sound in great voice today uh could i ask for another song sure should we do everly sure yeah let's do crying in the rain it's it's a rainy day let's do crying oh and we're in the right key for it anyway um yeah this is uh this is a song that was uh written by carol king called Crying in the Rain. Two, three, four. I'll never let you see the way my broken heart is hurting me. I've got my pride and I know how to hide all my sorrow you made the sun come out too so thank you for that <laughs> the chapin sisters are with us in the studio today on wftufm and bluesandrootsradio.com next saturday september 9th they're going to be appearing as part of the first annual hudson west folk festival at uh, 180 montgomery street in jersey city at uh, cathedral hall uh, it, it, it's going to start at noon run until 10 p.m and there's all kinds of great music 
that's going to be taking place there. Um, some of the artists and will include the Mammals, Laura Cortesi and the Dance Cards, Abby Gardner, Matt Nicoa, uh, Sleeping Bee, Diana Jones, Paul Sachs, Dana Kurtz, M. Shanghai, Amy Allison, Bob Town, and Tim Erbach, and the Chapin Sisters. Uh, for information, you can go to the website, HudsonWestFest.org. Uh, this, this is, uh, you, you're living in the city now, right? So you haven't been to Jersey City before? Have you, uh, oh, yeah, we have. Oh, yeah, you have? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you haven't performed there, though, right? Um, no, no, I think we've performed in Hoboken. Okay. Yeah. We've performed around that area, but we've, we li- I live in Brooklyn. Abigail lives um, in, the, in Alphabet City in the Lower East Side, and uh-huh. we, we do have a good friend who lives in Jersey City, oh. so we get over there. Our childhood best friend. Right. Yeah. Dana, are you listening? <laughs> she, yeah, she lives in Jersey City, so... Well, it's it's yeah. it's a new Hoboken, so you'll you'll yeah. feel right at home there. And it's yeah. a lovely church that they're playing a great acoustic. So this is going to be a fun afternoon. Um, now you were living in California for a while, and then you, you both moved back to this uh, East Coast. What what brought that on? Is there any any particular reasons or? Um, well, we we never planned on staying as long as we did in California. Uh, the the Hotel California syndrome kind of took hold you know i went out there thinking i was going to just take a summer job and uh years went by and suddenly you know one thing leads to another band relationships sunshine (laughs) you know more more square footage in your apartment it's pretty hard to leave that behind but um our family's here and a, a lot of people that that i love are here that's that was a big part for me sure Yeah, it was, I mean, it's always tempting. It's hard. We spent um, so long there. We have so many friends there. It's like having your heart in two places. But yeah, again, now we both have babies and um, it's really nice to have our mom around um, and our dad. (laughs) Papa Tom is beloved by the babies. And uh, (laughs) yeah, so it's, it's, it's nice. But um, yeah, California is also really great. So we were kind of split. Do you find your music changing as you move from coast to coast? Uh, you know, different influences, different music scenes that impact upon what you guys do? There are definitely different music scenes. And I think um, our music scene in L.A. was very, like, rock rock and roll heavy. That's who we hung out with. That's the clubs that we played. Um, we weren't really in, a, like, a folk music scene per se. And here, I think because of growing up here and the sort of um, the folk music scene that our dad is part of in some ways um we've been embraced by that community which is really great and that is like um so it is slightly different you mm-hmm. know there uh the venues that we play and the um it's been a bit of a homecoming yeah. you know yeah. we um we didn't really have the community here because we weren't here and then we showed up here and we were felt very embraced by people which was really um a wonderful thing um but we're still, even though we've been here for a few years, we, New York's such a hum, huge place in a lot of ways. L.A. feels can feel like a small town in comparison. Really? New York yeah. feels like there's just so many, so many um, different types of music scenes here that we're just getting our, we you know you just keep meeting more wonderful, talented people, and uh, it's very inspiring to be here. I think. Sure. Um, and and with all of the political stuff that's been going on. It's hard to know how much of what's changing in our influences has to do with where we are and how much has to do with when when we are really in in the world what's happening and right what's now. happening in our lives yeah. mm-hmm. we're also mothers and that makes a big difference sure. lifestyle wise and yeah yeah but but our last record was very much about leaving California in a lot of ways i I would say that 
the the content of that last record, which is called Today's Not Yesterday, a lot of it was sort of about transitioning out of that mm-hmm. lifestyle, which sort of represents kind of this carefree, sunny youth in a way, you know. Right. To us, yeah. To us, yeah. Well, I think to most of us. <laughs> so yeah. we, we think of we think of California. Yeah. Is there going to be a follow-up now that you've kind of come back home again? Well, we do have an album, um, or it's an EP, rather, that um, is going to be coming out, I think, in November. We're just finalizing the date right now. It's five songs um, that we recorded here. It's actually the first record in a while that we recorded here um, with our good friend. and um, Oh, actually, he, he uh, music um, supervised the Everly Brothers records, so we also made that in New York. Um, and uh, Evan Taylor is his name. He's a great drummer and a producer. Um, and he and we sort of together uh, went through some old songs that we had kind of forgotten about and some new songs that we'd written and one song written by Hilary Hawk, who's actually a member of M. Shanghai. Sure. Yeah. Although I don't know if she's here today, but she's not. She's getting married double next handy. weekend. Oh, oh yeah. And awesome. Double Handy, too. Yeah. Um, and they'll be playing without her at the... Hudson oh. West Fest. <laughs> but she wrote a song for us. She plays bass in our band. Um, a really beautiful song, but you'll have to wait till the EP drops. Oh, it's going to be called Ferry Boat, the EP. Ferry Boat. Oh, nice. We look forward to that. Well, uh, I, could we have another song? Would you mind sharing one more? Yeah, this sure. is another one from um, our most recent album, Today's Not Yesterday, and it, this is like the, the real Leaving California song. Um, it's called Angelino. See the dawn, you know I'm moving 
think of me When you see the dawn You know I'm moving on But you won't know where I'll be Goodbye That's a great song. Uh, do, do you have any regrets about the move, being, being back on the East Coast? I mean, like you said before. Not this week. It's 105 degrees <laughs> in L.A. and the city's on fire. So yeah, no. yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but sometimes when it's February yeah. and then you look at like your Instagram feed and all your friends are at the beach, you kind of forget it. <laughs> well, we're glad you're around here. And uh, again, next Saturday, uh, September 9th, at the Hudson West Folk Festival at uh, Cathedral Hall at... 380 Montgomery Street in Jersey City. Um, coming from the, the Chapin family, uh, I, I know talking to Tom, uh, it was when he was growing up, he was always telling me how that they, everybody had to do something, either play an instrument or find something creative. And obviously you two found the creativity. Was it, was it growing up the same with you? Were there other avenues that you were using for your creativity uh, besides music? I think we're both very like kind of uh, multi- Multi-creatives, multifaceted mm -hmm. creative entrepreneurs. <laughs> um, we're definitely multifaceted. Lily is a great writer. We're both visually oriented. Um, we um, uh, have our mother has a clothing store in Piermont that we are very involved with in terms of buying, and that's a pretty creative outlet. Um, I make uh, handbags and baby clothes <laughs> it's you know we're we're constantly keeping busy in lots of creative ways um i'm also a wardrobe stylist yeah lily teaches songwriting to children there's mm -hmm. a lot going on we're yeah well that's wonderful what so. and so you have an ep coming out what, what 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 about the future any other plans besides that or anything your projects you're working on or something down the road you're looking to do we have a few irons in the fire but nothing we're quite ready to Sam can't reveal yet yeah. <laughs> understood understood uh well it's it's so nice to have the two of you here today and yeah you know, i i know we said three songs but you think you might be able to squeeze in a fourth is that possible or yeah okay oh excellent Thank maybe you. we'll do the one that was written by our friend hillary hawk the, oh. who we mentioned before sure. um, her band will be performing at the same event as us but she won't be there because she's getting Married. Oh, all these excuses to get out of a gig. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is an incredible, yeah. multifaceted, talented woman. And uh, this song she wrote and gave to us, she said, I wrote this for you guys. So we were super thrilled. And uh, it's a beautiful song. It's called Dreaming of You. One, two, three, four. Did you, won't you, do you, don't you Oh 
song and what a beautiful rendition of it oh thank you both so much for being here and, and sharing that now that's going to be on your new ep right new EP, yep. yeah and uh, oh we look forward to that and we look forward to next saturday september 9th the first annual hudson west folk festival at uh, cathedral hall 380 montgomery street in jersey city uh, the chapin sisters will be there with other groups including the mammals m shanghai matt nicoa uh abby gardner paul Sachs, diana jones and so many others Go to HudsonWestFest.org for more information. And for more information about your music, what, what is your website? TheChapinSisters.com. That's, uh, that's yeah, easy to remember. Pretty easy to remember. <laughs> if you can spell Chapin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, the, the Chapin, I mean, obviously it's, it's a name that's been um, in the music industry for, for decades now since your, your, your father and your, your uncle. Um, did you feel any pressure with the family name? I, I can imagine it opens some doors, but at the same time, does it... Put any pressure on you as artists? I think it does. I think um, it definitely opens some doors, but it also, I think, um, in a way, closes some. Not that it closes some because people are, I think people assume a certain level of maybe success or like that that we just got like a hoist up um, from it, which Mm. didn't really happen. So, um I think it's maybe a mixed bag, but of course, I don't think it really did hurt. No. Yeah. Well, you just open your voices and you can hear that, that beautiful sound and the, your own unique style there. So I think uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to more great music in the future because uh, it's, it's a bright future. Now, being mothers, has that affected your, your career path at all? Well, it sure makes touring more complicated. Sure. Because um, you need to figure out Luckily, right now, the babies are still under two. We be, we both have young babies, so um, they're free if we fly. 
so that's good for another <laughs> few months. But um, it, it just it, it does add some complications, but we're taking it one step at a time. And luckily, being in this area, you can do quite a lot of performing without going too far. Sure. So that makes a big difference. Absolutely. Any other gigs coming up besides uh, next weekend? Yeah, on actually on September 24th, we have two gigs <laughs> that are right, right back to back. We're playing at. Um, uh, um, one of the halls at Lincoln Center, a, a tribute to Fred Hellerman, um, oh. who passed away this year from the Weavers. Actually, it's today's the anniversary. It was one year ago today oh. that he passed away. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to be playing just one song at that and then rushing down, I guess, on the subway to Brooklyn Bridge Park in Brooklyn Heights, or Dumbo, rather, where um, we're going to be playing at the, I think, second annual Brooklyn Ameri Americana Fest. Mm -hmm. um, which, yeah, so that's coming up in, in just three weeks. And, uh, and that's going to be a beautiful uh, a beautiful festival, and I think people will really enjoy it. It's going to be in a beautiful setting. A lot of great bands are going to yeah. be there. You can check that out online and on Facebook. And they're doing a Kickstarter right now, Yeah, I believe. You can check to, that to out, too. To fund the permits and all that stuff. Yeah, That's great. Brooklyn is so amazing. I mean, the renaissance of Brooklyn and, and the music scene there has just been incredible. I'm, I'm glad recently we had a power increase here so we can now be heard better in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. So. <laughs> well, we, it's funny because we actually grew up um, until I was five and Lily was four across the street from Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh -huh. Like, we will be a stone's throw from our childhood home. Oh, so. that's nice. It wasn't like that It was not then. like that. It was, it, it's much nicer now. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed. The neighborhood's changed. But it's for the better, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, Lily, Abigail, I want to thank you both for being here today. And again, next Saturday, September 9th at the Hudson West Folk Festival. What time do you are performing? Do you, do you know? Which... I, I believe we're on at 8. 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're well, right before the mammals. Mm -hmm. uh -oh, our last. Wow. So we're, are we yeah. at 7 or 8? We're at 8. Yeah. That's exciting. It's going to be a great festival. I, I want to end our little visit together with Going Back in Time. Oh, yeah. This is the Let's very, I guess, the first CD. I mean, you were on one of your dad's albums, I think, before this. But oh, we were on many. Yeah, yeah we started all of them. All of them. Uh -huh. we started, now that our babies are listening um, to uh, our dad's mu kids' music, uh -huh. my husband is getting a crash course in my, what my voice sounded like at every different <laughs> stage. I'm like, that's me saying that. Uh, I'm eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't much older than eight when this came out. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, but this is a, a great CD. It goes back to 2004 when... Um, uh, the Chapin sisters sang the Chapin brothers songs from uh, your uncle Harry and uh, your father Tom, and I, I want to end with "Remember When" the music because that song has always meant a lot to me. And you know, as we see this festival coming up next weekend, what's happening in Brooklyn, what's happening with your music, I think it's uh, also important to remember. So, again, thank you for both being here. Thanks for writing some great songs, especially um, uh, we will we'll not stop singing, and we won't. So, thank you both for being here today. Thank, thank you for you having so us. Much. As we sang the words, it would set our minds on fire For we believed in things, and so we'd sing Remember when the music was the best of what we dreamed of For our children's time And as we sang, we worked, for we knew time was just a line It was a gift we saved, a gift the future gave Remember when the music brought us all together 
across the valley as the day went down. And as we'd hum the melody, we'd be safe inside the sound. And so we'd sleep. We had dreams to keep. Remember when the music, that's the Chapin sisters. That goes back to 2004 and they were joined there by their, their sister, Jessica, and also uh, Steve Chapin, Tom Chapin, John Colbert were on that uh, album as well. Uh, the Chapin sisters sing the Chapin brothers. And again, I want to thank them for coming by today and remind you all that next Saturday, September 9th, the first annual Hudson West Folk Festival is taking place at Cathedral Hall at 380 Montgomery Street in Jersey City, New Jersey. It's a, a beautiful theater, and it's easy to get to, just a stone's throw from Manhattan, and just a couple of uh, blocks away from the Grove Street Station, the PATH train. Uh, in addition to the Chapin Sisters, the Mammals will be performing, Laura Cortesi and the Dance Cards, Abby Gardner, Matt Nicoa, Sleeping Bee, Diana Jones, Paul Sachs, Dana Kurtz, M. Shanghai, Amy Allison, Bob Town, and Tim Erbach. Starts at noon or runs about 10 p.m., uh, there's going to be food, there's going to be festivities, it's going to be fun. And uh, information, HudsonWestFest.org. It's a nonprofit group putting this together. They're, uh, hopefully this will be the first of many more years to come. And uh, we wish them all success. And again, my thanks to Lily and Abigail Chapin, the Chapin sisters, for dropping by the show today and sharing some great music. I'm Ron Alesco, and this is Traditions over 89.1 WFUFM, also on bluesandrootsradio.com, where we're heard every Saturday night at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, a three-hour edition of Traditions.